Hello, ako si G. Heronimo at welcome to The Green Report, Rappler's podcast on the environment and the stories of people whose decisions impact the world around us. Kung napansin nyo, or baka di nyo napansin, one month kaming nawala, ay ako pala, <laughs> because life happened. But we're back at babawi kami sa inyo with a roundup of some of September's biggest local and international stories on the environment. Joining me today is Raptor Digicom's analyst, ay, specialist pala, specialist. <laughs> analyst, <laughs> <kitang> analyst. <laughs> Digicom specialist, Ia Gozum, who is not a guest today, but a co-host. Hello, wow. Ia. Hello, G. You're back so, again. So, baka interested yung ano natin, listeners, ano daw yung Because Life Happened? Bakit um, walang buo September? Ano ba yan? Bakit biglang ganun? <laughs> Bakit ganun bigla yung topic natin? Hindi, <laughs> ano, ay, nag-bakasyon ako. Uh, first bakasyon ko in this year. Mm. So, medyo mahaba-haba yung bakasyon. Pero wow. I'm back and I'm happy to be here talking to you. Uh, mm. What that one month meant was, kailangan ko rin mag-catch up sa yes, mga story. Sa September so, halos. I guess what we're going to do today is uh, exactly that. We yeah. were going to catch, catch up. up on the September <laughs> yes. headlines. So, both of us picked our top three stories uh yung top environment stories from September. Mm-hmm. And what we're going to do is just discuss briefly what happened uh, during uh, that month. And then, siguro, we can ask each other questions about what we're curious about yeah, sure. in those stories. Sige, sure. simulan mo, Ia. Ano ang una mong So, yung unang peak? story for this for September, no? siyempre, love your own. <laughs> so, ito, uh, nangyari lang malapit sa atin, no? uh, yung recently na merong armed men uh, malapit sa Masungiji Reserve. So, uh, according to the management, ano, since September 3 pa daw, yung mga around 30 men mm-hmm. na nakakamp outside uh, Masungi, along ano, Marikina uh, Amarilake Highway. And these men were from Sinagtala Security Agency and were reportedly there to take uh, land and sell them, which is illegal mm-hmm. un- un- under under the law. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, two days after Masungi posted and it uh, gathered a lot of traction online, ano, PNP confiscated uh, around 15 firearms. Not so because, firearms talaga yung yeah, mga men yeah, meron, meron talaga. And Masungi posted a photo ng mga firearms na confiscated. Mm. But they didn't arrest anyone. anyone. Nag-confiscate lang sila. Uh, they said... Uh, Merong license daw yung firearms. They're, they are legal. But, uh, hindi nakapag-present ng license yung security men mm-hmm. when uh, the PNP asked them to show, to show their license. So, siguro mga a week after that, less than a week after that, the men voluntarily left. Uh, yun yung sabi ng PNP and DALG. Mm. And then, after that, uh, nag-release ng statement yung Masungi saying uh, that was a small win. Uh, kumbaga, mm-hmm. sa, in the grand scheme of things, kasi this is not an isolated case. Eh. This is uh, this is something that Masungi, that the Masungi manis- management uh, has been experiencing throughout their 20-year uh, history. Mm-hmm. So, napakadami ng ganito. In fact, yung parang press briefing with Ben Dumaliang, yung founder ng Masungi. Ah, so humarap siya? Yeah, humarap siya. siya. Kasama niya, uh, DLG Secretary, uh, PNP Chief, ayan, and uh, DNR Undersecretary uh, Leones. Kasama niya dun sa press briefing. And he was really uh, impatient. Mm-hmm. Parang wala na siya dun sa parang kailangan uh, okay siya sa mm-hmm. camera or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, very frustrated na rin yung language niya. And he was really urging the government to to take action. So, so that dum- was... So, you can see that this is not new. Yeah. Hindi siya, like, it's a repeated yeah. occurrence. Talagang nangyayari. Yeah. Paulit-ulit. Oo. Sawa na sila. Kumbaga, mm-hmm. parang ganun na yung, yung tono nila, yeah. Ben. Yeah. yeah. What's interesting is, actually, masungi yung last nating topic dito sa... Yes. Actually, oo. And ang call natin dun ay, let's really be more vigilant, di ba? And let's... Yeah. Um, yung mga ganitong klaseng oh, oh, attacks, ganitong mga... diba? you can call them attacks eh. Kasi, mm. ano eh, they're occupying that land, threatening eh. Is there anything about the story that um, picked your interest particularly? Kasi nga, we've been saying repeated mm. attacks na nga to sa 
sa Masungi and mm-hmm. that area. Mm-hmm. But is there something about that story in particular mm-hmm. that tingin mo parang huy, mm, parang ba, ano, something. There's something, something here. Na bago. Actually, parang wala kasing bago dun mm-hmm. sa mga nangyari. But uh, what was interesting was uh, si Ben dumaling yung humarap dun sa press briefing. Mm-hmm. Actually, nagulat ako na siya yung humarap. Kasi usually, kapag may ganitong issues, uh, usually yung magkapatid si Anne and Billy Dumaliang mm-hmm. uh, who are managing trustees of the Masungi Foundation. Sila usually yung humaharap. And then ngayon si Ben. So you, uh, you can see na ganun na yung level of frustration mm-hmm. Ben is really going out there and facing uh, the press and then uh, telling them na it's time that the government has to take action. Kasi yung, yung, yung land na kinokontest naman, these are protected areas mm-hmm. na, da, na dapat nga the government is the, actively should be protecting. Yeah, actively yeah. doing something. Mm-hmm. Yun. Okay. Yun, yun. <laughs> Naalala ko this story kasi it's the first story when I got back from vacation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so parang ako, hala, ano ba yung pagbalik ko? Meron na ganito. Parang patapos na or middle Pat- of. Oo, yeah. Tapos parang September. sabi ko, grabe talaga na parang, I mean, you know, you don't know. It doesn't stop. Eh. It doesn't, <laughs> you don't know what will happen next. So I, I hope that um it doesn't happen again. Na magkaroon na, that, yeah. the, that our mm. uh, environment defenders or forest rangers are they safe. can do their jobs well yeah. and, and safely and safely uh-huh. they, don't, they don't have to feel like every day is a struggle, a struggle. Or every day something will happen or oh, okay parang they have to fear for their lives every yeah. day yeah sige ako naman yung aking um, top 1 top 1 well top 3 sige para top pa, three. Pa, pa, <laughs> <laughs> yung top 3 story ko is <laughs> um Actually, for mm-hmm. this pod, I invited Raiza Bello, one of our environmental reporters, mm-hmm. um, freelancers, siya, uh, freelancer siya for, uh, and she's been contributing environment stories for Rappler. I uh, actually invited her to do to record a podcast mm-hmm. episode, pero yeah. um, she couldn't. But I wanted to highlight her story, which mm-hmm. is uh, the series, our series on the reclamations, the reclamations in the Philippines. And actually, this this um, particular story. So there are two two stories. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the series mapped and analyzed um, available data on past, current, saka mga potential reclamations. So reclamation is basically yun yung paggamit ng uh, bodies of water and turning them into uh, reclaiming them reclaiming. para to build um, structures, infrastructure, um, pwedeng for economic reasons, pwedeng yeah. kunyari yung Manila Bay, um, Dolomite Beach is well, contested siya. Some people say it's a reclamation. Some people don't. Pero, uh, don't think it is. Pero, yun, basically reclaiming la- reclaiming um, bodies of water mm-hmm. and turning them into lands para magamit sila for um, um, whatever purpose. For the economy. Yeah, for yeah. the economy, supposedly. <laughs> yes. So, this particular series, um, uh, it really focused on the promise nga daw of reclamation mm. for an economic boom in the country. Yeah. Pero, scientists and environmentalists oppose this practice, mm. of course, for adverse and um, permanent effects on natural resources. At saka kung ano yung epekto niya sa mga community. So, pwedeng displacements. We've reported about this before. Um, in the case of the Bulacan Erotropolis, na yeah. it really di- displaced communities, families, di ba? Mm-hmm. And then, Merong, meron ding issues of food insecurity. Tsaka, ito yung pinaka-alarming uh, actually. It's the exacerbation of um, calamity. I mean, na yung floodings could be, could uh, worsen because of reclamation projects. And, as a, um, but instead, uh, despite of those um, worries, those issues about reclamation, ang yung story ni Raiza really looked into how the reclamation projects in the Philippines are actually increasing. And it really did uh, under the previous administration. Um, kay uh, President Rodrigo Duterte, um, there are 187 proposed and ongoing, ongoing reclamation projects in the Philippines. They are increasingly backed by the national and local government. So, hindi mm-hmm. lang to basta um, proponent, ang mga proponents no, hindi lang basta businesses. Parang, there are, there are actually... Um, kaya, kaya nga sila na-approve kasi ibig sabihin they were 
approved by local local governments, um, local environment offices. Um, pero ang ang mahirap dito sa situation na to is there are so many projects, but the systems to regulate them magulo, uh-huh. and um, it has yet to catch up with the with the booming practice of reclamation. Yeah. And ang interesting dito sa story na to iya. We started working on this story as early as February actually, <laughs> February <laughs> this year. Oh, yeah. pero September lang siya na publish. Uh, actually, I was out. Nasa, nakabasyo na ako when it was published. Pero, mm-hmm. nothing has changed much in, in that duration. Yeah. Uh-uh. In that September, uh, from February to September. And we were aiming to publish this ng bago actually mag-election eh. So, oh. ang dami pa naging tweaks. Kasi nga, syempre, yung language ng storya, eh, yung circumstance. very technical siya. Right? Yes. No? It's a kasi, very story. Uh, the story, talagang literally, it mapped. May map, may maps yeah. dun sa, ano na, parang Okay. Based on the mapping, makikita mo na concentrated yung mga projects in mm-hmm. certain areas. What does that say about um, the projects that are getting approved? Mm-hmm. The places where they are getting approved. Mm-hmm. Um, so, technical siya in a way, but, pero tiningnan niya rin yung historical um, context ng reclamation in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, kung papaano matagal na tong practice na to na nangyayari sa Pilipinas. Yeah, parang nabanggit din sa, dun sa story na parang ever since the Spanish colonial times yes, or American uh-oh. colonial period. And even under the uh, Marcos Senior Administration, mm-hmm. di ba? Meron ding mga may mga um, places din na na-reclaim. So yeah. it it's not new, but what's alarming about it is it has increased uh, yeah. in recent years. As in, as in kahit sino siguro ang tanongin natin, mm-hmm. makikita na oy, may mga biglang may mga infrastructures near bodies of water. Mm-hmm. And that's very alarming, not only because they did, they're displacing um, communities and may mga mangroves din na, na, yeah, <laughs> na na-uproot oh. eh. Um, and we all know what mangroves uh, mean mm-hmm. for cla- for our disaster resilience, di ba? Mm-hmm. Um, aside from that, yun nga, um, meron, meron talagang risk of floodings in areas na, na napapalitan na nagiging mm-hmm. buildings mm-hmm. instead of just being bodies of water. Um, I, I have a question mm, yeah, kasi sure. parang given given itong mga parang downsides on reclamation projects uh, it stands na ingrained pa rin talaga siya sa how we build things diba kasi uh, partner ang government ang local government mm-hmm. so parang may tipong basbas kumbaga Mm-mm. so kunyari yung sa uh, Bulacan Airport uh, parang it's a big project it's uh tooted siya as for the for development for, mm-hmm. uh, as an econ- economic booster and a lot of these reclamation projects are labeled like that yun yung narrative niya parang siguro ano tatanong ko uh, ano yung laban dito ng environment community ng advocates kasi parang in the in the bigger picture parang they're always seen as these pesky little people mm-hmm. na parang puro protesta, mm-hmm. uh, puro against sa development na in-usher in mm-hmm. ng private companies. Oo, yan, yan ng nga yung linyahan lagi yes, na parang anti-development, oo. ganyan. Mm-hmm. Pero, uh, doon sa story na sinulat ni Raiza, peop, uh, the advocates, the environment, environmental advocates there were saying na um, kung itong mga projects na to are supposedly for people. Kasi mm-hmm. diba, we're, dumadami yung tao, you offer more jobs because yeah. of the because of these projects. Mm-hmm. Bakit tao rin yung naapektuhan? Kasi tao rin yung tao rin yung are being community. Displaced, yes. diba? So, um, tao yung naapektuhan nung pag dis- yung dis- displacement and even afterwards yung climate, yung disasters. Mm-hmm. So, uh, ang, ang laban nila, of course, is they have the science to back them up. They can always say na, uh, this is what the science is saying. And yeah, yeah. actually, experts have spoken up about mm-hmm. against projects like this na parang hindi masyadong pinag-aralan, mm-hmm. may ibang mga minadali. I'm not saying lahat, pero mm-hmm. ma- may mga ibang minadali. So, ang, ang, maganda, eh, ang maganda dito, even uh, our officials are Kaya yesterday, we had a story about Senator Cincha Villar. Yeah, diba? na nagmura siya sa oh, DNR oh, budget oh, oh. Uh, na, na pinansin niya yung reclamation projects in uh, the, Ma- the Manila Cavite area, diba? Uh-huh. Na parang talagang she lost her temper over, over the reclamation <laughs> projects, diba? Which is surprising. 
kasi um parang first time I, I don't know if this is ano ah, pero at least for me while I have while I have been covering the environment beat parang first time to na talagang pinuna ang reclamation projects oh, na isang... sa ganung sa ganung setting sa, oh, okay. or baka lang I've missed other um, instances mm-hmm. but what it says uh, in that story na niran natin kahapon um, the environment secretary Maria Antonia Yulo Loizaga mm-hmm. ang name niya hirapan <laughs> <laughs> pa rin ako sabihin until now actually, actually sabi niya her agency, her agency would be revisiting yeah. the yeah. policies on reclamation projects. So parang that's a that's a I guess a good sign, a good yeah. um and that, indication. Uh, that is yung sinabi niya that has substance. Hindi lang niya basta sinabi kasi she is a woman of ano rin, diba? Mm-hmm. Yun yung background niya eh, academe, science. Yeah, well we'll see. We'll have we'll to see, see diba? See. Kasi I mean, you, anyone can say no, we will revisit policies, yeah. diba? Pero uh-huh. uh, we will see if it, that will really happen under this new administration, mm-hmm. the Marcos administration. And uh, how soon? Kasi yeah. naman, I mean, uh-huh. hindi ko alam kung ano yung circumstance. Meron bang naging, um, kumbaga, baka si uh, Senator Cynthia Villar, meron ba siyang sinabi na, okay, hindi ko a-approve yung budget nyo? May mga ganun ba siyang oh. sinabi? Uh, hindi ko na masyadong napano- napanood yung buong budget hearing. Uh-uh. But what, that is, a, uh, I guess, a sign in the good, uh, uh, the good direction. Good direction. <laughs> but we will see kung magkakatotoo, kung how soon, how soon that it. will happen. Mm-hmm. And until then, we'll have to contend na, well, the projects will continue. Mm-hmm. Hindi naman yeah. porket sinabi ni, ni ni secretary eh biglang isa-stop na lahat. Uh-huh. We'll, 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 we'll have to and, wait. And that's the what sad will happen. thing about it kasi parang binabak na siya ng science na hindi mm-hmm. maganda yung epekto but still kailangan pang i-revisit. yung projects. Oo, yes, and yeah. i-revisit pa. Yun. Yun ang, yeah. yun ang aking very, it's a very um, interesting uh, story and I hope yeah. we get to f- follow it pa rin. Mm-hmm. Um, dahil, it's a very serious issue that yeah. I think kailangan talagang bantayan ng mga environmental journalists. Yeah. When you go beyond the technical aspects of yes. the story, <laughs> I guess ko, ma- makita mo pa rin at the heart, communities pa rin. Yes. Pero yung technical aspect niya sobrang actually challenging Again. talaga siya. <laughs> Oo, sobrang challenging kasi talagang regulations eh. Yeah. Ma- malulunod ka sa regulations ng reclamation projects. But, um, yeah, as you said, at the heart of it, people are still affected. So, mm-hmm. That's why it's Yun worth pursuing. Ang, yun pa rin ang kwento. Yes. Oh, ikaw, Ia, what's your next okay. story? So, uh, talking about this sa, ano, uh, sa vein ng community, uh, looking for alternate solutions, mm-hmm. we have this big headline, international mm-hmm. headline. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, no, just this September, Patagonia, a sportswear uh, brand, went purpose instead of going public. So what does this mean? Uh, Patagonia, the sportswear company, uh, recently uh, its owner, Yvonne Chouinard, 83 years old, mm-hmm. uh, a rock climber, gave away 2% of his company to a trust, the Patagonia Purpose Trust, and 98% to Holdfast Collective, a nonprofit that aims to address environmental uh, problems and the climate crisis. So why is this a big deal? Uh, personally, for me, it's the disregard for business norms. Because mm-hmm. it's a it's a huge company. Uh, Chenard was already part of Forbes billionaires list, mm-hmm. a- and and when he saw that, he was horrified. Mm-hmm. Na, parang nagalit siya. Kasi <laughs> bakit yun siya? Yung, yun yun siya. Not pride. Yun yung effect sa kanya. Not pride. And. Uh, that was one of the things that spurred uh, them into action. Na this is not his vision for the company. Mm-hmm. He didn't he didn't uh, make Patagonia to enrich himself. Mm-hmm. That was that was not the point. Mm-hmm. The point is rock climber siya. Mm-hmm. Kailangan niya ng maayos na gears. Uh-oh. By maayos means durable, mapoprotektahan ka sa elements ng outdoors, ng nature. Uh, it was not to enrich himself. And mm-hmm. even even his family, even his children, they don't want to inherit the company. Mm-hmm. So that was, yun yung sabi nila, they were going purpose instead of going public. Kasi they don't 
uh, Yvonne Chouinard, he doesn't trust the market. Sabi niya, I don't trust the market. Mm. I don't, he doesn't believe in it. Kasi sabi niya, once you go public, yung vision, yung principles ng kumpanya, mawawala siya. Uh, mawawala yung essence ng company. So that was the, yun yung reason kung bakit 2% of the company goes to a trust, to the Patagonia Purpose Trust. It's to uphold the company's values. And then yung 98% na mabupunta sa non-profit I have to address the problems. And even then, even before that, nagbinabantay na ng Patagonia yung production nila. Parang they have to pay, syempre, living wages to factory workers. 98% or 100% of the materials they use are recycled. And then mga Patagonia na gears, you can trade in for newer ones and then they sell the old ones mm-hmm. for lower price so that hindi hindi parang hindi puro produce no you give you you trade in etc mm-hmm. etc et so so that's so that's the story Uh-oh. na parang it's it made headlines for the outdoor com- siguro medyo niche na ano na story it made headla- headlines sa outdoor community sa environmental advocate community na ay pwede pala yun parang yun yung mm-hmm. yun yung whole i think yung main whole thing yung immediate take away ng mga tao ah uh, pwede pala yun when you have uh, the will or the 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 courage i guess to do things differently mm-hmm meron siya magandang kalalabasan. Yeah, but, and you also see na hindi lang siya PR move as you have been yeah, saying. Uh, na it's part, it's a, it has really been a part of their, uh, I guess, company values. Yeah, com- diba? and the value of the family. Of the family, of the family uh-oh. themselves. And I think wala tong ano eh, parang tax benefit. In fact, parang sila pa yung magbibigay ng, mm-hmm. magbabayad ng taxes for the donation mm-hmm. that they made for the trust. Mm-hmm. around. So what does this say for companies like yun nga Patagonia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually parang they're setting the ano nga eh, yeah. the standard. Uh-oh. I think not only for sportswear brands, but to other brands in general kasi ngayon uh, yung mga brands meron na silang um, madali lang kasi magsabi na we support this, mm-hmm. we support that, we donate this thing. Blah, and blah, blah, that blah. has been a trend talaga recently. Yeah, trend among na companies, 'di ba? Na talagang yung support nila for the environment, mm-hmm. ganyan. Pero for Patagonia... It's, it's easy to say kasi, yeah. di ba? Pero for Patagonia, it's really um, the will, the advocacy, Mm-mm. and the personal values mm-hmm. of of the owner. Yeah. Kasi parang to give away your company na worth around $3 billion, parang it's not, it's not an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. Kasi tinayo mo yun eh. Hmm. So, giving that away for a cause Mm-mm. that's bigger than you. Yeah. Sabi ni Yvonne Chouinard sa New York Times, he was he actually felt relieved nung, nung nawala na sa kanya. When he decided on that. Yeah, nung nawala na sa kanya. Kasi parang, uh, now he knows where it will go and uh, kampante na siya. Mm-hmm. Kumbaga, ganun. So, parang, it, it also signals that uh, businesses can do more. I guess, uh-oh, diba? Uh-oh. Na parang other than pledges or mga mm-hmm. token lang na support, support, diba? Mm-hmm. Parang um, this is an, uh, a very solid example that businesses can do yeah, more. Yeah, it's such an example. It's, it's, it's what we should be parang demanding. Mm-hmm. Halos nga eh. Mm-hmm. From companies. Kasi dapat hindi na tayo, hindi na tayo dapat um, kontento sa mga pa-statement lang kasi ang dali nun eh. Mm-hmm. Yun na yung trend ngayon nga for, for brands. Right. Parang if we're going to have a, a plan for the future, if we really understand the urgency of the climate crisis, parang we should be doing these bold moves mm-hmm. that and trailblaze, di ba? Mm-hmm. For, uh, and set an example for others. Um, jumping off from international headlines, mm-hmm. another story that has been um, talagang, I think this is an alarming thing that's been happening internationally. These are the floodings elsewhere in the world. Um, and ang dami eh. September pa lang, ang dami lang nangyari. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, um, sa Korea, there, the, yung super typhoon Hinamnor, which mm-hmm. actually spared the Philippines. Mm-hmm. It was in the in this direction, pero it mas nag mas 
mas nagkaroon siya ng impact sa mm-hmm. South Korea at saka sa Japan. And actually, hindi ito yung hindi ito yung ty- typhoon, pero merong even before that in August sa Korea actually, merong biglang flooding na nangyari, um, torrential rains and then uh, it was very alarming because nag talagang grabe yung floodings in places na hindi inexpect in or mm-hmm. uh, in in places in Seoul na hindi inexpect ng mga Koreans themselves. Um, and yung isang nangyari doon na talagang na headline is yung merong family, I guess. Family or uh, a, a person living dun sa mga ano nila, dun sa mga um, basement apartments nila. Think parang sa parasite. Parasite, yes. Ah. So parang ganun, merong family or uh, basta merong merong nalunod kasi mm-hmm. nga biglang ano eh bum- biglang bumuhos yung flood eh tapos na so parang talagang parasite pala siya talaga oh, parasite. Na, but uh, in this instance uh, they died uh, mm-hmm. unfortunately and then sobrang that really hit that really hit a nerve uh, doon na parang okay san galing to biglang baha na to ah, talaga makikita mo talaga if you search the photos um, i think talagang ang tataas talaga ng mga it's not uh, unusual siya unusual siya for them yes mm-hmm. and um, alam ko meron pang What's funny is parang talagang first world, alam mo yun, mga first world, first world countries, first world countries uh, experiencing, na dapat actually hindi naman tayo nasasanay, pero unfortunately sanay na tayo uh-huh. dito sa Pilipinas. Pero for them, um, that it's really new na talagang meron, meron dun, naalala ko merong photo, again, this is not the yung mismong Super Typhoon Hinamnor, kasi mm-hmm. Super Typhoon Hinamnor actually hit yung sa may bandang Busan, uh, Jeju mm-hmm. part. So, mm-hmm. hindi masyadong affected yung Seoul. Although, malakas din yung ulan sa Seoul. Mm-hmm. Pero, dun sa, dun sa nagbaha nung August sa Seoul mismo, naalala ko, meron parang na-stuck na isang kotse. Na, na, na ano siya, nabaha siya. Uh-huh. And then, <laughs> alam ko na, kinuk- either, nas- wala nang magawa, I guess, yung, ano, yung driver or yung may-ari ng kotse. So, lumabas lang siya. Tapos, nag- alam ko, nag-cellphone siya or something. Huh? So, parang, parang gets mo, no? parang, this is really something na hindi nila na-experience uh, regularly. Wait, sorry, ba't siya nag-cellphone? Uh, ewan ko, parang siguro nag siya. <laughs> Call for help? Ganun? Instagram. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Kasi, it, nag-spread siya sa, ano eh, nag-spread siya sa social media. Uh-oh. So, mm. parang, this is really... Uh, Climate change is really here, mm-hmm. and we just have to look at this example. So, mm-hmm. so that's super typhoon Hinamnor. That's just one. Mm-hmm. And then, in Florida, uh, more than 100 people have died. Uh, mm-hmm. Florida alone, due to Hurricane Ian, mm-hmm. which made landfall on September in late September. So, sabi ng isang New York Times article the, last October 7, many of those who died in Florida are old aged or mga basa mas matanda. Oh. Who, who died of drowning. So, so, so hindi sila nag-evacuate? Yes. So, parang, or, baka talagang hindi nila expect na ganun kalakas. Na ganun kalala. Ganun uh-huh. kalala yung mangyayari. Kasi, sobrang isolated. In Florida mm-hmm. lang to. Tapos, more than 100 people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yung numbers na ganun, very alarming na yun. Even for us, di ba, na dito sa Pilipinas, pag umabot ng hundreds, mal- sabihin that's a really huge, ano na, pero uh-huh. dito sa Florida lang to nangyayari. So that's another flooding incident. And then, of course, in Pakistan, which has been happening for months na, torrential rains, unprecedented, unprecedented, their unprecedented monsoon season. Um, since June pa to, June 14, it has destroyed lives, livelihoods, and infrastructure. And so far, ito talaga nagulat ako when I was looking for this story. So far, in just three months, so June, July, well, I guess four months, um, 1,700 people have died in Pakistan because of the flooding mm-hmm. na due to unprecedented mon- uh, due to that uh, monsoon season mm-hmm. and 30 billion dollars na siya in damage to the country's economy. So we see uh, in just one month <laughs> iba't yeah, ibang bansa iba't ibang bansa ang mm-hmm. apektuhan. And in fact, 'di ba? So even here in the yeah, Philippines, the Philippines flooding diba? is September then. Ah, uh, September ba yun? Uh, yes, okay. September. So, talagang it really it really is uh, alarming mm-hmm. that these floodings are happening uh, in the same month in different countries. Mm-hmm. And talagang ang laki na nung damage and ang laki na ng ang laki na ng impact niya in yeah. lives in um And countries. And it's a preview of what's to come in the next years. Yes. If we do change. not do something about yeah, climate yeah. change. Yeah. And and that climate change, wala siyang, wala siyang pakialam kung 
kung siya talaga yes. tinao. <laughs> tinao. Walang walang pa kaalam kung first world ka, kung kung third world citizen ka. Right. We're all we're all affected. Yes. And yung clear case no, nakita yeah, mo yung spectrum oh, oh. Korea, of Korea, Korea tapos countries. US and then Pakistan. Pakistan yes. And then Thailand. Thailand. This September, yes. meron din eh. Uh-oh. So so parang so I guess sana wake up call for the leaders of well, this of this es- of especially these meron meron na naman naka isang taon na naman meron na namang uh, UN climate ano conference, conference diba the, by the end of this mm-hmm. year so what has happened since then diba mm-hmm. parang i guess what we're going to have to do is drum up talaga um, calls for Um, especially developed countries mm-hmm. to do something. Do you think it's o- only fair for to ask developed countries for aid? Of course, mm-hmm. of course, naman. Because the impact is on 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 developing countries like us mm-hmm. when we do not contribute as much mm-hmm. to, the, to the crisis. Yes, to the crisis, to yeah. the greenhouse gas emissions. Sila sila talaga yung mas malaki dapat yung pledges mm-hmm. at mas malaki dapat yung but you know. As we, nung kinocover natin yung UN Climate Conference last year, makita mo talaga na it's really a diplomatic process that you have to go through. Um, mm-hmm. Hindi siya uh, talagang ibabalance mo talaga yeah. yung interests of all yeah. countries yeah. in mind. Siguro, it, what this um, particular incident shows lang talaga, or this, uh, yung nangyari just this September, um, it shows that um, ito, It's hindi lang developing countries ang mm-hmm, apektado. Mm-hmm. Talagang we're all in this and we really have to do something. And mm-hmm. uh, I guess mas dapat pa tayong kailangan pa nating um, concrete eh. Hindi lang basta uh-huh. pledges, hindi lang yeah. basta okay, let's uh, climate change is real. Matagal mm-hmm. na tapos na yung conversation about that. It's here. It's uh-huh. here, it's happening. Um, we're running out of time and we have to do something about it. Pero speaking of yung ganitong diplomatic process, do you think it's fair na parang pag sinabi na uh, ibabalance yung interests of developed and developing nations mm-hmm. sa mga ganitong kla- klaseng uh, pledges? Parang is that fair? Kasi parang for me, medyo, <laughs> medyo mm-hmm. hindi. Kasi di ba parang we, uh, pagka, when you're in an emergency, mm-hmm. ipaprioritize mo yung yeah. needs ng pinaka-apektado. That's true, that's true. What I'm saying is, yun lang yun nangyayari talaga in yeah, in yeah. in conferences like And this. And in that kind of it's setting. It's the reality. Yes, in that kind of setting. Yes, it's the reality uh-huh. of what's happening mm-hmm. in these conferences. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether uh, the question is if it's fair or not, mm-hmm. di ba? Of course it's not. Parang we're it's running not, out of not. time. <laughs> we're running out of time and we, we mm-hmm. want these countries to be, um, to, to put where they're, to put their money where their and mouth is. And also to is, be held diba? accountable Ex- for their exactly. actions. So, mm. yun. Th- that's where we are. And dapat in, mas maging mas ma-alarm, ma-alarma mm, tayo. Because, you know, just one life lost is a big yeah. life. It's, yeah. it's a big thing. And, and in these countries, thousands, hundreds are mm. dying because we're not acting fast enough. Mm-hmm. Pero, sa Pilipinas din, actually, oh, di ba? Actually, uh, just this September 25, Typhoon Carding, the 11th tropical cyclone in the Philippines, uh, made landfall in Bordeos, Quezon. And then, uh, it caused uh, heavy rains. It, it caused heavy rains in Luzon, uh, flooding rain, lalo na sa Bulacan. So, sig- uh, uh, report, uh, there's... 12 deaths reported as of September 30. Uh, lima dito yung rescue workers from Bulacan. Which, mm-hmm. uh, yun yung... Alam mo, galing akong Bulacan kahapon. Mm-hmm. Or the other... Wait lang. Ano na ba ngayon? <laughs> Wala nang ano. Wednesday. Nung Sunday, galing akong Bulacan. Uh-huh. And then talagang pinag-uusapan nila na yung... yung um, this is big li- big loss talaga yung five yeah. rescue workers mm-hmm. na yun. Kasi nga, kilalang-kilala talaga sila mm-hmm. as really experts in the field. Mm-hmm. But even they could not have uh, anticipated yeah. yung nangyari yeah. during carding. Yeah, mm-hmm. go on. And, and as someone who's monitoring social media ng disaster mm-hmm. coverage, yun din talaga yung top story natin. Mm-hmm. The five rescue workers who died during a flash flood when dur- uh, in the middle of a rescue operation. Mm-hmm. So that really struck a, struck a chord in the country na parang 
yung mga rescue workers mm. na na nanamatay uh, given na sanay na Mm-mm. quote unquote na tayo sa mga ganitong disasters Mm-mm. na uh, li- on lives lost during these uh, Pero actually, diba, parang dapat hindi tayo nasasanay. Yeah, dapat hindi. And, mm-hmm. and, 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 and this shows that. Yung story ng five rescue workers na namatay. Mm-hmm. Na uh, people are really sympathizing. Filipinos are not, hindi, hindi tayo sanay. Mm-hmm. Sanay lang, sanay na siguro tayo sa, na nangyayari siya yearly. Kasi 20 typhoons annually tayo, di ba? Mm-hmm. Average. Pero, it will always uh, strike us in our hearts mm-hmm. kapag kaganitong may mga kamatayan. And it's, it's, um, it's, these are the kind of stories na kailangan nating isipin when we think about the future. Mm-hmm. Yung how, how these stories made us feel. Kasi in the future, sabi nga, sabi nga nila, um, kapag mas lumala na yung climate crisis, diba? this is just a preview of, mm-hmm. of what's to come. We will lose more people. We yeah. will lose uh, more of what we own Kap- if, we don't do, yeah. if we don't do something. And, and these um, typhoons, these hurricanes, they get uh, stronger and stronger. Yeah, yeah. And as, also, as incidentally, go. September 25 siya nag-landfall. And then the next day, yung anniversary ng Ondoy, Ondoy yes. na... 13 years 13 years ago Uh-oh. and also September 26 then yung Save Sierra Madre Day. Na timely din kasi uh, nung nung naglandfall si Carding. Uh, isa sa mga trending topics on social media is uh, Sierra Madre mm-hmm. because people were uh, thinking Sierra Madre for uh, shielding us, for mm-hmm. protecting us, etc. etc. Pero yun nga, I mean uh, aside from saying thank you to the mountain <laughs> range that shields us Uh-oh. Uh, from typhoons, right. syempre, nandun pa rin yung usapin nga nung, uh, we need to protect it. If, mm-hmm. ano, if we're really, like, thankful, if we mm-hmm. if we see its uh, its purpose, its um, contribution to, contribution talaga, mm-hmm. <laughs> contribution to uh, life's processes sa Pilipinas, sa atin, mm-hmm. uh, there are a lot of things to improve in the con- conservation of Shara Madre. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So, dahil nakabalik na tayo sa local headlines, yeah. uh, our last headline for today is, of course, our new president's mm-hmm. uh, 100 days in office. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to talk about, uh, yung, yung for my top one headline, I, I'm going to talk about Marcos and what he has done for the environment, uh-huh. or at, at uh-huh. least what he has said he will he do, will do <laughs> <laughs> for the environment um, in the last 100 days. Mm-hmm. So, uh, ang unang-una siyempre na nangyari in the last, um, uh, since June mm-hmm. when he was inaugurated was of course, he already named a DNR, DENR secretary. secretary yeah, yeah. Uh, buti na lang hindi nagtagal. <laughs> well, ngay- hanggang na ngayon late. wala pang... Parang na-late. Na-late, Pero, yes. Uh-oh. Kasi, well, in the grand scheme of things na wala pa tayong DOH secretary. <laughs> oh, parang, ay, ang aga pala. Oh, buti pala. <laughs> oh, buti pala, pala July 12. Uh, so, so uh, we already have a DNR secretary, as I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. si Secretary Loizaga, who was nominated, whose nomination as secretary was announced on July 12, di ba? Mm-hmm. So, we know about her expertise, mm-hmm. um, yung experience niya on disaster, climate disaster resilience mm-hmm. and ex- Meron din siyang experience sa Manila Observatory, which is a research institute mm-hmm. with a focus on climate pa din, environmental and pre-disaster science. So, what what we know so far is that this is this is her expertise, which is what we need right now, uh, especially exactly. in light of the climate crisis. And then, those who've worked with her say we can expect more science into the policy and decision making. And consultative. And consult oh, yeah. and yun nga yung sabi niya in her first speech as a secretary mm-hmm. na mas magiging ang gusto niya yung DNR mas magiging consultative mm-hmm. daw and science based. So mm-hmm. what consultative means is I guess open to uh, what the <laughs> what the what the experts say about the science uh, mm-hmm. in of the environment of climate and that's what we're hoping so far, uh, na makita talaga sa magiging decisions niya. Kasi what we've seen, I guess, in the past administration uh, with um, former Secretary Simato was really mm-hmm. talagang very, um, mas nag-focus kasi si Secretary Simato on the um, parang rehabilitation, yung mas face value ng environment. Kasi yun yung unang makikita. Eh. Oh. So, yung rehabilitation ng 
rehabilitation kuno ng Parang Boracay. Dolomite, Oo, or, or ng Manila Bay, di ba? Na... I don't know, hindi pa ako nakapunta ng Boracay. Maganda ba? <laughs> maganda, <laughs> hindi ko alam, hindi ko alam kung talagang may naging effective ba talaga yung mm. rehabilitation. Lang but, but we hope na hindi lang dito sa mga tourist, um, tourist sites ang, ang rehabilitation. Ang rehabilitation. Mm. And yung, kumbaga, yung, hindi lang rehabilitation, conservation. Mm-hmm. In the first place, dapat hindi na tayo nag-rehabilitate ng mga place. We are a very biodiverse country. Mm-hmm. And to preserve and conserve our environment should be really top of our priority, di ba? Mm-hmm. Na parang, if you really want to cash in on the, our resources, meaning mm-hmm. to, um, kasi pag tinignan mo yung experiences ng other countries, na talagang they really are investing on their environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, investing means, di ba, dapat, pero preserve mo and yeah. then you bring in tourists and very proactive yung when they say they're conserving the environment right. proactive eh. oh oh na talagang ano ka talagang y- babadjetan mo mm-hmm. gagawan mo ng hayaan hindi mo hayaan na masira mm-hmm. di ba pero we're seeing what we what we saw instead was di ba our forest rangers themselves who are environmental mm-hmm. defenders they're not supported enough and they're threatened yes and mm-hmm. the budget where is the budget going so parang i guess yun yung gusto nating makita in uh, na na mangyari uh, sana under mm-hmm. secretary loizaga na if this, this is a, this the science she knows it already mm-hmm. uh, let's see how she will um act on 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 what she knows mm-hmm. and the policies that she will are implement. Are you ano? Are you hope personally ho- mm, hopeful ka ba of under? Course, of course, of course. Of course naman. Wala uh, wala akong maging oh, hopeful. Oo, at saka bihira lang talaga that um, experts like her are yeah. uh, get yung mm-hmm. talagang at the helm of a, mm-hmm. of a of a a department that really needs this kind of expertise. Yeah. Na hindi lang basta kasi 'di ba mm-hmm. from our experience sa uh, Duterte administration na talagang uh, military men yung nilalagay niya in key yeah. positions. Eh. Mm-hmm. Um, but here, we see an expert. And a woman. And a woman, yeah. yeah. So uh-huh. talagang, we are, and people, mm-hmm. even people observers, are hopeful. And yeah, actually, so, nung inappoint siya, parang the community, mm-hmm. w- w- would we say welcome? Yeah. Walang, uh, wala masyado namang parang criticism or anything nung na-appoint siya. Oo, eh. basta siguro mm-hmm. lang talagang I guess what what this does is ang taas lang ng expectations. <laughs> Kasi syempre, given her background, eh, background para you should be doing right. So, syempre, yun yung babantayan natin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we go naman to President uh, Ferdinand Marcos Jr., his public pronouncements at least mm-hmm. from the last 100 days, talagang nag-zero in siya on climate change. Eh. So, binalik ko yung mga speeches niya, yung mga key speeches niya from the last, yeah. uh, so there was his inaugural speech where he talked about climate change. Sabi niya, um, he vowed that the Philippines will not shirk from its responsibility. Mm-hmm. Kahit na maliit lang yung responsibility talaga ng Philippines. And then, ah, hindi pala. This is not on climate change. Uh, it's the responsibility on plastic pollution. Na mm-hmm. For the longest time, we have been touted as one of the yung mga big... Um, big uh, big contributors uh, ng plastic ng pollution. Pero actually... I think that study has been it's um, debunked already. Oh, oh debunked. Mm-mm. But that doesn't uh, that doesn't <laughs> remove the fact that talagang malakas pa rin talaga responsible. tayo. Yes. Uh-oh. And given na uh, hindi we don't have the best waste management in the Philippines, mm-hmm. talagang sobrang dami pang kailangan gawin. On paper daw okay. Well, Sabi ng experts, maganda raw yung laws. Okay. Yeah, Pero yeah, kasi uh-oh. nga doon tayo lagi natatamaan eh, uh-huh. sa implementation ng mga laws. So, yun yung una niyang sinabi that uh, we will clean up sabi niya, mm-hmm. supposedly. But let's see kung mayroong policy that will go into that direction. Mm-hmm. I guess, I don't know, um, will a plastic pollution, uh, will a plastic um, regulation, or a, a law, or a, an executive Regulatory order, bo- yes. body, uh-huh. or meron bang, magkakaroon ba ng uh, uh, law that will actually regulate na mm-hmm. uh, plastics? Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see if that will happen. And then next, in his State of the Nation address, a month after, on mm-hmm. July 25, Marcos said the country has, yun nga, excellent laws on the environment. Mm-hmm. Pero, kailangan pang i-enforce. Yeah, and then implementation he, talaga. Yes. Yun naman lagi yung issue natin about laws. But, uh, he called, what, in this speech, he called on corporations oh. who, he he called out comp- companies who exploit nat- natural resources. Sabi lang naman niya to follow the law. So, so yun oh. yung sinabi niya sa kanyang, um, 
state of the nation address. So, hindi pa ganun ka proactive if follow the law pa lang yun? Oo, yun yung pa lang yung call out niya uh-oh. to just follow the law. Mm-mm. Kasi nga, maganda naman do yung laws natin on the environment. And then, more recently, in the 77th General UN Assembly, uh, last September 21, sabi niya na, again, the Philippines accepts its share of responsibility for climate change naman. Mm-hmm. But he also called on industrialized countries to immediately fulfill their obligations to cut their greenhouse gas emissions. So, that's one. And also to call for them, yung for, ito yung forever naman talagang call ng mga developing countries eh, for the industrialized countries to fi- finance, mm-hmm. to to fund yung climate financing ng um, and yung technology transfer mm-hmm. for adaptation for climate. So, yun yung kasama yun sa kanyang um, speech in at the UN General Assembly. Mm-hmm. And, um, interestingly enough, during yung he was in New York for that and his New York trip actually coincided with the 50th anniversary of Martial Law, diba? Mm. And then, there was an event in UP Diliman na merong, ah, yeah. Yeah, may, may oh, merong okay. video mm-hmm. na nagsalita si Greta Thunberg, yeah. which is a, who is an inter- international climate activist. Mm. And there she said na supposedly, meron siyang na-videohan siya na sinabi niya na there can be no climate justice under, under Marcos. Marcos. So, whether whether that is true or not, we we have yet to see. Parang uh-huh. 100 days naman is really mm-hmm. too short to say na yeah. na wala na talaga. At least yung, yung mga sinasabi niya sa mga speeches niya, it's in the right direction, but for me, it still feels templated. Mm-hmm. Parang it's but it's still something anyone anyone can say. Wala pang bold move. Or, Wala pang bold move, yes. Or parang, I, wow, nakakaganon na announcement or plans or, on climate. Or an executive order, something that you actually implement. Yeah, wala pa. Yes, eh. parang yun yung kailangan nating tingnan. Kasi di ba the first 100 days, usually naman, that is an, uh, uh-huh. tinitingnan natin yung first 100 days, parang a preview of a president's effectiveness as a leader. Mm-hmm. Or even his priorities as a leader. So, in the, in in this case, Marcos, it it seems um, na environment is always part of uh, his of speeches his plans, and his plans, but um, more on setting the tone. Yes, or or making sure that it's always in the in the agenda. In the agenda. Pero if anything, our discussion today <laughs> indicates na madami pa rin madami problema. Pang, the same problem haunts us uh-uh. until now. And even after 100 days, we are still... And ganun naman ng environment talaga. It's, mm. it's not really something that you can... Unlike other, uh, unlike other issues, I guess, mas prolonged at mas yeah. um, malaki yung impact ng mga environment issues pag One hindi sila... One administration yes. isn't really enough. Right. Uh, talagang um, maraming kailangang gawin to address issues like what we discussed today, which is climate change and which disasters. Is a lot. <laughs> oh, oh, the plight of our environmental mm-hmm. defenders, reclamation projects, human activities that threaten our environment. Um, even if nagpalit tayo ng administration, mm-hmm. um, the same problems are here. And siguro ang kailangan lang nating bantayan, ano yun, as you said, ano yung mga bold moves na gagawin mm-hmm. ng bagong administration or ano yung concrete, ano yung science-based approach mm-hmm. na gagawin para siguraduhin na um, hindi man natin siya masolusyonan agad-agad, which is, yun naman is because of the nature of the problem. Ano, um, meron ba tayong ginagawa na talagang alam nating magkakaroon ng, magkakaroon ng dent or mag, magkakaroon mm-hmm. ng, kumbaga, para meron tayo talagang contribute as a country that really boasts of our environment. We're really proud of our biodiversity. So, dapat our leaders should be the first to to be... Um, kunyari, i-ano mo siya, parang kung ibibida mo siya, kailangan. Hindi mo lang siya ibida, but uh-huh. you don't, you're not following it up with the, with the policies, with the laws, with the budget, mm-hmm. the support that it needs. Ito, given yung sinabi ni Greta Thunberg, Ikaw, do you think there can be <laughs> naman yung climate na ito. <laughs> under the new president? Um, marami pa rin, for, for the Marcos, uh, di ba, marami pa rin naman tayong, uh, hindi pa rin naman nagbago kahit na naging president siya. Mm. There are still questions that he has to answer. 
Um, and diba, kailangan pa rin nating isipin na um, hindi tayo, hindi, bas, hindi porket presidente na siya. Mm-hmm. We will just take everything that he says and believe it. Diba? Yeah, Parang, yeah, yeah. Lagi, especially for journalists like us, mm-hmm. na talagang we have to, mas, mas siguro mas guarded tayo uh, about statements like this, uh-huh. na motherhood, sta- that they could be motherhood state statements for they all we know, di ba? written. <laughs> Pero, um, what we want at least is f- makita natin yung policy or makita mm-hmm. natin na something is happening. Mm-hmm. Na talagang may, may ginagawa at may nangyayari. Mm-hmm. And, yung kay Greta Thunberg, hindi natin alam kung ano yung context kung bakit nga sinabi na there could be no climate justice under Marcos specifically. Mm-hmm. Sana hindi, sana hindi dependent kay Marcos whether or not oh, magkaroon yeah, tayo yeah. ng climate uh-huh. justice. Uh-huh. Like hindi hindi presidente ang rason kung mm-hmm. bakit magka-climate justice tayo or what, mm-hmm. 'di ba? Um it's it's really a big thing if a president uh um has the will, has the has will. The advocacy, yes, pero uh-huh. it's not up to him. It's up to all of us. Yeah. And it's up to And it's also because it's a global problem. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um as as much pressure as we put on him mm-hmm. din, he will have to act he will have to do something about it so um yun i guess to answer your question to answer miss greta thunberg's <laughs> Kalo, ano, ikaw. statement ibabalik ko sa yung ano mo yung tanong mo uh, ang hirap nga no oh, actually matapos ang ibato sa akin pero yun pero, yun, pero ako personally i still remain hopeful markers mm-hmm. marcus or not Mm-hmm. It's not, pag sinabi ko na hopeful ako, even under Marcus, not because um, I really believe na. in him or, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and nakalimutan ko na yung mga kasalanan ng kanilang pamilya. It's because, well, yun lang naman na din yung kaya mong gawin eh. You mm-hmm. can only, you can only hope and uh, do action. Uh, call out, uh, call out the things that needs to be, that need to be called, called out. Um, yun nga, yung sabi mo nga, malaki kasi siyang issue eh. Mm. Hindi rin siya nasa isang tao. Um, isang administrasyon. Hindi siya nasa isang administrasyon. Hindi rin siya kayang solusyonan under six years. Mm-hmm. Or kahit mag-extend pa ang isang presidente, hindi niya yun kayang... Hindi pa rin mag-extend. Hindi pa rin ano mag-extend. <laughs> Ayun. Um, I'm hopeful na magkakaroon ng climate justice one way or another. Kung sino man ang presidente or not. And... If uh, that day comes, hindi tayo indebted sa kung sino yung presidente, kung sino yung nakaupo. Because the, the activists, the scientists, the journalists, they all, the communities, uh, ginawa, rin, ginawa rin nila yung trabaho nila. Sila yung mas babad sa kung ano yung nangyayari on ground. And they deserve as much um, thanks, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, if ever, you know, that day comes, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a great point to end this discussion, I guess. Thank you, Ia, for Thank joining me today. Huwag kang magsasawa. Huwag kang, hindi ka, hindi ka, ano, guest, ha? Oo nga. Hindi nga pala ako guest, wala, nag-thank you din din ako. Oo. We would also like to thank our, ano, our prod voice here, wow. nakasama namin sa studio. And also, syempre, our producer. Our beloved, ano, Jaira <laughs> Rojas. Rojas. Yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> salamat sa uh, pagsama sa amin ngayong araw. If you can follow Ia and the story she pursues on Twitter mm-hmm. at at Ia Gozum and on Instagram at Ia GZM. Nawala lang yung vowels. Oo. Ano siya eh. Um, ba- bakit ba wala? wala lang? <laughs> May time sa internet na gano'n para nawawala ng vowels yung mga tao para sa username <laughs> Ayon. So, you can follow her there. For our listeners, if you have questions and suggestions for future episodes, you can reach me on Twitter and on Instagram at at Bye!